everybody welcome to the mike dolce show again i have no idea what episode it is but i don't think it matters anymore it's a hundred and something close to 140 but more than 130 what's up sam not much mike how are you i'm wonderful how are you samantha coogan in the house <laughs> about to drop some knowledge today is our q a day we are updating the format, as we've discussed before, and we are allowing you to now call in the show and ask your questions because there's so many questions, and we want to give you guys the opportunity to engage and talk and hopefully help everyone else out there listening because I'm sure some of your questions will be similar to those of the people asking. So if you have any questions to us that you want answered on the show, but you have to come on the show to ask, send us an email to askmike at thedolcediet.com. Again, askmike at thedolcediet.com, and our team will contact you and set a time and date for us to call you, bring you on air, and make fun of you. How's that sound? (laughs) Possibly not. So let's go to our first caller. Here we go. We have Dylan on the phone from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Dylan, what's up, buddy? I promise I'm not making it up. I'm eating the breakfast bowl right now. <laughs> As we speak. You know what? Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on, Dylan. All right, Dylan. There we go. little te- technical difficulty. So what's up? You're eating the breakfast bowl, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. How you doing, man? Yeah. Pretty good. How are you doing? Doing great. In here with Samantha yeah. Coogan in the office, ready to drop some knowledge on you. Hello. Hello, Samantha. (laughs) So what's up, buddy? How can we help? All right. So my question is, I'm already like around 10% body fat. I'm like 156 right now and uh, I'm like 5'9". So in pretty good shape. But I want to gain lean muscle for the summer and still, you know, have that. I don't want to put on any fat during the summer, basically. I still want to have abs and whatnot. Well, that's actually pretty easy. So how are you training right now? What kind of exercise program are you on? Uh, Right now, I'm just doing like a three-day-a-week full body. And then uh, I just started doing yoga last week, actually. You got to cut that shit out. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) So three-day full body. Yeah. break Break that down a little bit. What are you doing in each workout? Um. I just started this like two weeks ago. It is, so each workout starts off with like two leg lifts, like a squat or a leg press or some kind, and then a deadlift and then like a, some other hamstring exercise. And then we'll go to like a chest type of, like a bench variation, and then some back pull-ups of some kind, something like that. And that's about it. Some uh, accessory workout at the end. What's your rep range? Um, right now, it's about 12-ish reps, 10 to 12. And how many sets approximately per exercise? It's all three sets okay. right now. And what's your max squat, max deadlift? Mm, max squat, um, it's probably pretty weak right now. I'm, I'm not sure. Like maybe a little over 300 and then deadlift i uh actually got 400 max deadlift like a month ago but i think it went down because i haven't been really strength training that 
Those are good numbers for a 150-pound person. That's awesome, 156. I, I used your, uh, from the Living Lean book, I believe, that that one deadlift workout where it's like... Power deadlift? Yeah, yeah. that. And actually, for like six weeks, I got up to 400. So that and was awesome. It actually works, <laughs> oddly, right? Yeah, it, fucking, it really did. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. um, so what my recommendations are going to be for you, we want to focus on the strength training side. Sounds like your diet's pretty well on point. We don't want to change it too much. Probably add a little bit okay. more protein to your diet. That's about it. Would you agree, Sam? Yeah. I would agree, yeah. And that could be just a shot of whey protein. There we go. <laughs> now, for your workout, I love that you're doing full body every other day, but let's change up the rep scheme a little bit. So if you can max okay. squat 300 pounds, let's drop that bar down to 150, which is slightly less than body weight. I want you to perform one set of 20 Full barbell back squats to start start off your workout. Warm up properly. You're going to work yourself up to a set of 20 with 150 pounds on Monday. On Wednesday, you're going to go 155. On Friday, you're going to go 160. The following Monday, 165. You're going to add five pounds to the bar every single time you walk in, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you're going to be bumping your 20-rep squat up 15 pounds per week. Okay. All right. Consistently, we want to shoot for 12 weeks total, but we will settle for nothing less than six weeks consistently of bumping that bar up. Okay. It's it's serious work there. Now, the next exercise, what we're going to do is after that, you're going to be thrashed. Your central nervous system is going to be thrashed. You're going to want to take a good five minutes off after that. And you're going to see what I'm talking about. Um, Okay. And then we're going to go to a pressing motion. I prefer the overhead press to the bench press, honestly, um, but you can alternate back and forth. You can go, and I would do more of a close grip bench press instead of a competition grip, unless you're a competitive power lifter. I would stay away from the, the wide okay. grip, so medium to narrow, best for the bench press, or traditional shoulder um, width grip on the, the bar for the overhead press. And we're looking to do okay. a four by five. That's four sets of five repetitions of that press with approximately 80% of your one rep max. So that would be, and I would start a little bit lighter on day one, week one, I'd start somewhere 70 to 75%. And I get a solid four sets of five repetitions. And each time I come into the gym, I'm going to add weight to that bar. If I can do, if and I'm going to hit my four by five, but on the last set, I'm going to see how many I can go for. If I can get six on that last set, I have to bump the bar weight up. Okay. How long should I rest in between those four sets? 60 to 120 seconds. Now, you can, if you're just strictly focused on strength and power, you can actually reload a little longer, three to five minutes. But we want to keep you between 60 and 120 because you're trying to stay lean. Right. So it still gives you enough time to replenish energy, but not so much time it slows down your metabolism and lets your heart rate drop. Okay. So one set of 20 on, on the barbell back squat four sets of five on the overhead press, and now we're going to go to a pull motion. Deadlift is awesome, or a bent-over barbell row with the bar starting on the floor, not starting at the rack. Okay. You could also use another variation, which is the Romanian deadlift, which is the bar starting on the rack. You unrack it, you walk out, and you start with the eccentric portion of the lift as uh, okay. compared to the deadlift or the, the bent-over row bar on the floor where it's the co-centric. And what I would do personally, I would train the same lift every day, all three days that week, and I would train to uh, jump to a new lift. So every week there would be a new primary lift. Same thing with the overhead press. 
Okay. I do the overhead press for three days, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I would do a close grip Monday, Wednesday, close grip flat bench Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then me personally, I might do a weighted vest and chain push up, trying to load as much weight on my body as I can. Push ups, or I'm going to do some sort of dip, weighted dip. Um, those are, are my primaries, or I'm going to do a, an incline, maybe a, a deep incline um, press, which is kind of like a, a 70. Um, degree incline, so it's not the 45 like you're training upper chest. It's higher, um, not quite straight up like a shoulder yeah. press. It's in between. We call that a deep incline press. Okay. So, again, it's so variations the of the same movements. Okay, gotcha. And then from there, we're going to switch to – we. so we went um, set of 20 barbell back squat, set four by five of the overhead press we're going to start with, but a pressing motion. Then we're going four by five of a pull motion, deadlift, Romanian deadlift, barbell um, bent row. I prefer the bent row. Look up Pendley Row. Check out our Instagram channel, at the Dolce Diet. You can see a variation in the Pendley Row, which we like a lot. From there – um, from the row, we're going to go back to another ancillary chest exercise, which could be a lying overhead barbell extension. It could be push-ups, high rep push-ups, body weight. It could be dip body weight. And then we're going to do an underhand chin-up. Those last two ancillary exercises, we're going to do for two sets of 12. Okay. Two twelve. Or just body weight max. Okay. We're going cool. to f- finish with some core. Bang down a whey protein isolate. Handful of blueberries. Go home and eat. All right. What kind of uh, ab exercise do you prefer? Um, change them. I like lots of pull-down exercises, so I like a high cable pull-down. So take like a, a tricep okay. rope, um, start with a high cable, like yeah. you're going to do a, a lat pull-down, and do a very controlled yeah. trunk curl, trying to put your forehand in between your knees outside or outside your knees, outside the left knee, middle of the knee, outside the okay. right knee. Very controlled. Can I interject? Please. Um, I like Do you do bar. it like... I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What did you say? No, go ahead with your question. Can you hear I Sam, Dylan? I can hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No, go ahead and ask whatever you were going to ask. Um, I was going to say for the, the pull-down ab exercise, do you kneel down or are you standing? Standing. Standing. Okay. Yeah. And what we did, and that's because we train functional movements. Rarely in life are you kneeling down doing anything. Right. You're going to be in your power position. And what this will do, it'll actually make your trunk stronger for your back squats, for your deadlifts, for your rows, and really for regular life. You know, if you're, you're going to pick okay. a, a heavy toolbox up off the floor, you're not going to get on your knees first to do it. You're going to bend over and pick it up. So it's really trunk stability we're okay. working on. Now, can you hear Sam properly? Okay. I'm sorry, what did you say? Can you hear Sam? Dylan? Uh, uh, it, w- it wasn't very clear. I could barely make it up. And oh. now, go ahead. Okay, so I was just going to say as another core exercise, I like toes to bar. Um, a lot of people don't think of it as a core exercise, so you're going to be hanging from a pull-up bar, um, and you're going to bring your toes up to the bar and literally touch the bar with your toes. Um, it's great for engaging your core, and it's also a great uh, grip strength exercise as well, um, so it'll help with form. Yeah, okay forearm strength and things like that um you can use a slight um bit of momentum to kind of swing to get your feet up there or you can do them strict um if you do them strict you may not be able to get your toes to the bar initially but just uh like a standard leg raise just bringing them as high as you can and then controlling it on the way down okay okay cool sound good i will all right brother thanks a lot i appreciate it absolute pleasure to talk to you dylan you got any questions man keep in touch you're following us on social all right 
Yeah, of course. And what's your social? How how can people find you? Oh, it's uh, Dylan Ryan Wild on Instagram and Twitter. I, don't, I just use Instagram, basically. Getting wild. Well, everyone now is going to be watching your progress, homie. Let's make gains. All right. Sounds good. Man. All right, Dylan, Bye. good to talk, brother. Bye. Yeah. There we go. Our first official call-in. Pretty excited about that. <laughs> no, that was cool. That was fun, right? <laughs> yeah. You ready for more, Sam? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, this is Brian. Brian, welcome to the Mike Dolce Show. How you doing, buddy? Mike, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Got Samantha Coogan on the line with us, too. Hello. Oh, hey, how are you, Samantha? I'm Follow good. Instagram. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank <laughs> awesome. you. Awesome. Doing well. So what's up, brother? How can we help? I've been great, man. You know, I did. I literally just sent the email. That's awesome. You guys got back to me so quick. That's great. Hey, we get shit done uh, fast yeah. around here. <laughs> sitting in the, uh, yeah, I'm sitting in the parking lot right now. I'm just leaving the bank. Um, so, yeah, that was my question right there. Just throwing it out there to you guys. I was talking to somebody this morning about this where, you know, I'm crossfitting right now. I'm having a great time doing it. I love it. And I told my coach from, uh, from the bodybuilding world that uh, I wanted to do a show in July here in New York because it's local. So why not? So I started thinking to myself, well, what do I do here? Do I go into like a uh, continue crossfitting and keep doing that as I build up to bodybuilding, or do I just cut off the crossfit and just work on my bodybuilding movements? You know, standard back, buys, tries, things like that. And uh, you know, just trying to bounce the idea off of you, see what you think is uh, the healthier way to go. Well, you're going to be competing in a bodybuilding competition. Yes. So, um, I mean, you're familiar with the bodybuilding circuit. There's different yeah. federations. I'm looking at the WBFF. Sure. Um, you know, from the pictures that I sent you over there, I used to weigh 223 pounds, and the WBFF was a way that I used motivation of lose 60 pounds, uh, you know, using the Dulce Pine methods and, and everything you guys promote, which is great. And then I got down to 163 by competition time. I was pretty shredded. I probably the shredded the most shredded I've ever been in my life. And now I started crossfitting, and I jumped up another 20 pounds. But that's not really the problem because I actually feel healthier, stronger, faster right now. But I wanted to see, you know, if that's even healthy to keep going up and down like that or just keep it consistent, be happy where I'm at right now. I mean, if you're happy and you feel good the way that you feel right now, I mean, with CrossFit, the, the big benefit to CrossFit is the metabolic conditioning component. Um, <laughs> that um, it, it, that is just better for overall health whereas bodybuilding it's great for aesthetics and results and you'll get stronger for sure but if you're looking just at overall health I would say maybe sticking with the CrossFit and maybe incorporating the bodybuilding side to it now if you just did CrossFit and you were trying to compete in a bodybuilding competition I don't know how well you would fare against the other competitors because you know with CrossFit it's more of a lean shredded versus a, a big yep. shredded if that makes sense to you um Mm -hmm. So I guess it just depends, and also the the class that you'd be competing in as well, I guess. Um, but I would say for for the sake of your heart, I wouldn't bounce back and forth too much between the two different uh, methodologies of fitness. So you say, so you saying, um, and so that you sound you sound a little far, like you're on the speakerphone, a little further away from the phone. So you're saying that um, you know, there really isn't anything wrong with either methodology that I choose. Um, no, what I was saying, can you hear me better now? You still sound pretty far away. Yep. So keep on going. Okay. Um, 
What I was saying is that CrossFit could be a good thing to incorporate for the show, but I wouldn't bounce back and forth between bodybuilding and CrossFit too much. CrossFit's great for metabolic conditioning and overall health, you know, the sake of your heart, just becoming stronger. Whereas bodybuilding traditionally is is more purely for aesthetics. You'll get stronger. Um, And it also depends on what weight class you would want to compete in because with CrossFit, you get more of a lean shredded versus a big shredded or a bulky shredded like with traditional bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. Um, so yep. I guess it depends on what weight class you would be competing in as well. But I would say for the sake of overall health and fitness and just longevity and feeling better, CrossFit might be the better way to go just because of the incorporation of cardiovascular movements, that metabolic conditioning. Um, so it just kind of depends on what you're looking to get out of that show, I think. I got you. All right. I see. I see. I got you. Okay. That's pretty much what I figured. I figured I'll ask the experts. Why not? <laughs> yeah, then just even from a, a performance side, you really need to understand the type of physique that you want to display. If you are going to be stepping onto a physique stage where your body is being judged, you need to make sure that you're paying specific time in training, which is typically, I mean, 16 weeks would kind of be the minimum bodybuilding diet um, and training yeah. program. But really, some of those guys, you know, we have uh, you know Flex Lewis on here and Chris Cormier, Flex Wheeler, Stan Efferding, some of the, the top bodybuilders in the world. It's, it's, a, it's decades. Um, so depending on what your goals are. Now, if you just want to go out there, have fun, you know, test yourself, step on stage, that's awesome, but if you want to go out there w- with the goal of, of winning some hardware, you know, placing high on the platform, you probably want to jump more into the bodybuilding-specific training. Not that we truly yeah. suggest that. From our philosophies, we're always looking more for functional fitness, functional muscle, um, and keeping that relatively healthy body fat percentage. For healthy adult males, we're looking to keep our body fat between 8 and 12%. I mean, a few times I'll get my body fat below 8%, but that's really for work. It's I'm getting paid to do so because I have TV or photo shoots or things like that. Or I'm trying to prove a point to you guys by creating content that's been successfully used by myself before any of my athletes and clients. Um, So really it comes down to goals. If you're just in it for general health and fitness – you know, have fun, do what you enjoy most. But if, and if you have a goal set to, to place on stage, well, then you got to go all in for those 16 weeks or so and really carve out that perfect physique. But then you want to reverse diet yourself back out. And I think our term for reverse diet is a little bit different than some of the others out there is what we do is we simply start adding back in the foods that we would eat normally in a slow and methodical approach. So we don't slingshot. You don't go and compete on a Saturday, eat pizza Saturday night, ice cream, burgers, buffet, and just go absolutely nuts. And a lot of people do that. They'll gain 20, 40 pounds in a week's time after competition, and they will just destroy their metabolism. So we go a little bit slower. Man, that's so true. Is yeah. that what you did? Yeah, no, no, no. You know what's funny is that I, like, I was training with a bunch of guys, and they all went and did that. And I'm sitting there going, I'm like, no, man, that's not the way you do it. You know, you got to drink, like, the dosha water after the show. Like, you're stepping up the, the scale. Thank it's you. Great, man. Thank like, you. I, I was just, from everything that I read from you, I kind of just stuck to it. And that, that's how I transitioned just very quickly from, you know, being a single digit body fat. And I pretty much was like a skeleton, man. I was like 163. I mean, if you wow. look at me, you're like, there's no way you could ever be to 163. Sure. But then I transitioned and reverse dieted, and, you know, kind of like, using the Dolce diet and getting back into it. And it was very healthy and very, very clean. And it felt great. Um, so n- now I'm in that position right now. Well, yeah, you know, I let, I'm competitive. And, you know, to do hardware and stuff like that, I don't have the, the resources and all the time right now to really commit to that. But I do have the time to commit to CrossFit. But I do love the whole getting on stage 
and just being totally shredded and just like getting pick, picked apart for some reason. I just love that torture. Yeah, but, um, I love yeah, that. So just want to see how, you know, get your idea on that. Yeah, you know, and once a year, it is good to pick a phase once a year and really bring your body fat down low to that yeah. single digit percentage. You know, we wouldn't really recommend going any lower than five, but to go from eight to seven to six is dramatic. Right. To go from 8% body fat to 6% body fat looks dramatically different. And what we would suggest you do is try and maintain as much muscle as possible during the process, which is a mm-hmm. slower burn. So it'll take longer to get down to that point, but it'll be much more worth it. And then you can reverse diet yourself back out and keep all that muscle. We work so hard. Muscle's like money. We work so hard to earn that muscle. We don't want to just you know spend it in the club on a Saturday night and wake up Monday like, fuck. <laughs> what did, I gotta go. I gotta go work all week again just to get that shit back. But all right, brother, great to talk to you. We gotta jump out. You got anything else for us? No, that's it, man. I do appreciate the call and keep doing what you guys are doing, man. I'd love to see you out there in the UFC fight nights and everything. I appreciate you. it. You got an Instagram or anything? People can follow you, track your results. Yeah, you guys could uh, just follow me at the real Latori, the real L A T O R R E, or look for me on uh, Facebook, Brian Latori. Done deal. All right, brother, great to catch up. Thanks, Mike. Bye, Thanks, bro. Take care. Okay. There we go. That's actually a pretty common question. A lot of people, they get confused about what's healthy. So I think, you know, what we want, what we suggest here is health and longevity. Now, we understand that we want to be, you know, we want to perform and we want to look good and we want to do all these things short term, but are we jeopardizing our long term health? And Brian actually had a great concept or a great question in that should he kind of jeopardize his health to get to those low single body fat percentages? Personally, I say no most of the time. No, I would say no also. And I, I think it's very deceiving. I think people think just because you look healthy that you are on the inside. Absolutely. Like there's a lot of things, girls, and I used to be this way. Um, back when I was in college, I looked thin, so people assumed I was healthy, but then you get me to run a mile and I wanted to die. (laughs) (laughs) I still hate running now, but, um, yeah, I think looks can be deceiving. A lot of people think, you know, traditional bodybuilders are like the peak of physical fitness. Aesthetically, maybe yes, but you know, you get them on a treadmill for like a VO2 max test or underwater weight or anything like that. Like, and it's just not going (laughs) to go as well as maybe your other trained athletes that maybe don't show it as much. Absolutely. And, you know, you look at, we got to talk about drugs because much of the sport of bodybuilding is drug-induced. So what those athletes do will never say that bodybuilders are not highly disciplined athletes that sacrifice probably more than any other athlete to the point that they'll actually sacrifice their lives. They'll sacrifice their longevity by doing the things that they have to do to look a certain way on a certain date. And there's bodybuilders that have collapsed at major competitions and minor competitions, diuretic use and, you know, all sorts of, you know, fat burners. And I'm not going to put the names out there because I don't want anyone to go and try and buy something because we mentioned it on the show, but there's so many dangerous products these athletes use to look a certain way. And that's not what we're about. So if you can get down to that 8% naturally by training hard and being diligent, resting, you know, properly eating properly, training properly. And then once a year or so, if you want to pull that down a few digits, no problem. But taking that slow burn approach, don't try and do it in a short period of time and then reverse your body back out probably to slightly higher, 8, 10, even 12% to stabilize, build some more muscle and slowly creep back down again. No, I would agree. But I had a friend who did a competition and she went nuts the night of her show. Yeah. She literally had, she was probably almost the same size as me, but taller. So the same weight, but taller. Yep. 
And she had like three pizookies from PJ's, a whole pizza to herself, in and out, double double with fries. Holy. I'm telling you, she had to have consumed probably 10,000 calories. And she posted a picture the next day. Yeah. And she had a complete turtle shell stomach. And she was like, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so distended. Like everything hurts. And I'm like, not good. You know, very disciplined for those 12 weeks leading up to the show, but then she just lost it. And, then, and how did she feel like a week later? Was she able to get the weight off and stabilize? Or yeah, she was well, just... she doubled up on the cardio again to get yeah. back into it because she, she was prepping for another show. Crazy. Because she, quali- she came in like third in that show. Wow. So she was qualified for the next show, so she had to get like right back to it, and she felt like shit for a week. Of but course. she's just like, I can't. Like, I don't know what I did to myself. She would, like the sodium, just like you could just see it filling everywhere in her face and everything. Just, yeah, not good, especially no. for a female. Most girls don't want. Guys can kind of get away with looking bloated. Yeah, they just look powerful. <laughs> Women don't really want that. All right, let's jump to our next call. Edwin, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Mike? Welcome to the Mike Dolce Show. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing, boss? Good. Got Samantha on the line. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Hey. Um, so what's up, brother? How can we help? Saw your message. What you got? Yeah, I just saw the your Instagram post for the July seminar. Oh, yeah. Education. And um, I'm pretty interested in taking it. I was just wondering exactly <clears throat> how it goes down. Pretty much, is it from like morning to night or? or gotcha. Pretty okay. much, you know, the breakdown. So you are interested, July 8th, 9th, and 10th in Las Vegas, we are running our next Dolce Diet Certification Seminar for our Level 1 Nutrition Counselor. And we have been very successful with that over the last year. Was it July of 2015 where we first kicked it off? Yes. So since that time, we have almost 100 certified coaches around the world actually working operating businesses alongside our own and that's part of the the beauty of it so i'm just going to kind of give you uh, fill you in a little bit edwin of what it is so friday night it's typically between 6 and 9 p.m friday night because we understand people work and people travel and we actually have a time during international fight week so you can go out you can watch the weigh-ins and then you can come on over you know grab a meal come on over and be in your seat in time for 6 p.m when we actually kick off the seminar so friday night from 6 to 9 saturday is all day, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., um, and then Sunday, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, so it is three days. It is intensive, educationally speaking, but Samantha and myself, we go through all the information you need. We also bring in guest speakers that focus on sales and motivation. Last year, or in December, uh, we had Dr. Tori Robson, who is a multimillionaire entrepreneur that came up through the chiropractic field and has now built an, built an empire for himself. And he helped the coaches in attendance really understand how they can build their business and, and monetize and maximize um, their their ability to earn money, but also the relationship that they have with the brand. So as a certified nutrition counselor, what that allows you to do, and people ask, well, what do, are there prerequisites? Do I have to have a, a college degree or a PhD or be a, a, a dietitian or a personal trainer? No. There are absolutely zero prerequisites. This is an education course open to all backgrounds. Our curriculum is designed to provide a complete understanding of the necessary information required for you to educate the public and run your own business. You can actually rely on our team of registered dietitians under Samantha Coogan, who's our head dietitian, to actually create the meal plans for you. And why does that matter? 
Well, certified personal trainers, um, certified nutritionists, all those, those, you know, if you're a certified fitness professional without the RD, the registered dietitian um, acronym and education behind you, it's technically not legal for you to write meal plans. There is a massive liability on your head when you write a meal plan. If your client gets sick, if they don't perform properly, if there's any sort of issue, there is no uh, liability insurance that covers you. So the CPT insurance, certified personal trainer, you cannot write meal plans. Only a registered dietitian can legally write meal plans that are not liable to litigation. And that's something that we want to do and take off your back. And that's what we absorb here through our company because we have registered dietitians on staff to do this. We also have all the liability insurance and such in place. But further, we have the information, the IP, the intellectual property. So now... Edwin, you actually become a representative of the Dolce Diet when you're in your world. You become one of our endorsed local professionals. You get listed on our website. We try and push traffic to you, but because you are a Dolce Diet representative, traffic comes to you. You can walk around and let people know that you're a Dolce Diet certified nutrition counselor, and all the meal plans that are that you're handing out are actually created by the same team that writes the meal plans for Ronda Rousey and Carlos Condit and uh, Lindsey Valenzuela and and the list you know Brian Cushing in the NFL the list goes on and on uh, of the you know the top tier uh, athletes so what else benefits I mean our steps what I, I kind of gave you a little bit of the sales spiel what do you need to know specifically where did I cover it? Um. You, you pretty much covered covered pretty much everything I was asking. Um, I just wanted to break down the days and the hours because I think uh, UFC 200 is falling, falling on the same weekend as that, right? Exactly. And, and I probably usually, all these weekends, I usually have an athlete on that card. So I conveniently break the schedule down to match my schedule. So you will be free to go to weigh-ins and then 6 o'clock because weigh-ins are from 4 to 4.30. 6 o'clock we typically kick off and we kick off a little slow. Weigh-ins run late. Don't worry. We'll kick off at 6.30. You don't have to worry about that. And then we run until 8 or 9 o'clock. Let's say 9 o'clock because we do a meet and greet. We do Q&A. We get photos done. Um, you know, we have usually some of our UFC athletes are all in town and they stop by. Mursad Bektik came by last time, which was awesome. Uh, we got some, you know, some surprises to, uh, to you know, that, that are going to be showing up at this one. I don't want to say any names just yet, but that'll be fun. Um, on Saturday, it's 8 to 4, and sometimes we actually do a, a breakout workout. For those that want to you know, wake up with me and get that workout in, um, possibly between 7 and 8, first thing in the morning, and then we go right into our seminar. We have a couple breaks for, because obviously we're nutrition-based, so we make sure everybody's well-fed yeah. during the process. Um, you know, We break out, we eat, we chill, we get back, we, we go to work, but we're done in time for you to get to the fights. That's also very important. Because typically, I got athletes on the card, so I got to jump out of there, too. That's why we go 8 to 4. Typically, the fights start at 5 o'clock, um, and, you know, we get out, we get things going. And then Sunday, cool. you know, obviously, you don't want to get too drunk on Saturday night, because Sunday is when you come in and you take your exam. <laughs> so we get a little bit yeah. more work done. We do a, a complete review. And, uh, you know, we certainly do teach to the test, but there's a lot of curriculum in our text that you're responsible for as you go down the road, but you, you stay in touch with the team. So it's very much a, a learning curve for you where we're teaching you to be um, counselors. We're, we're teaching you to be fitness professionals. And we're teaching you how to build your business, not just to be a, a qualified nutrition counselor and educator, but also how to be an entrepreneur that can build your business. We have some of our DDCs that are making thousands of dollars every single month working with their clients. And it's 
working part-time, part-part-time, which is awesome. So the ability to earn income as become by becoming a DDC is astronomical. We have people now that are actually leaving their full-time careers so they can become a DDC full-time, which is awesome. Guys, that you got me. You got me going already, man. I'm about to head back in and uh, pretty much book my book my uh, my seat for July. So fuck yeah, awesome. Um, That'd be awesome. Be good to see you in there, man. Because it's uh, I'm pumped up. Sam does an amazing job. Samantha does an amazing job. We get in there, we kill it. We make sure you guys have everything you need, and we're getting better as a team. So when we started in July, every time we come out, we learn what we're doing. So we've modified the course curriculum. We've makes made it more streamlined. We realize that you guys need help on the business side also. So now we're not just teaching you, educating you on nutrition. We're teaching you how to become entrepreneurs and business owners also, which is, is massive. Also how to create sales, you know, how to create leads, how to close sales, how to identify the needs of your client. Everything we do has to be moral. You know, they're, we're offering a service that will help change people's lives and people have a lot of hesitation and resistance as to why they don't want to spend X amount of dollars maybe to hire you, but they'll spend X plus dollars to eat like shit that same week. Yeah. They'll waste more money. We've already done the studies. People we will waste more money on shit food than had they hired you and bought good food, they would have been saving money. So we help educate you on that stuff too. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds great, man. Um, I just want—I just wanted to say before before I hang up, man. I really wanted to thank you. You really uh, changed my life, man. I was dealing with a bunch of health issues and stuff, and uh, you guys were a big part of helping me overcome that, man. And that's why I'm interested in, uh, you know, doing this whole certification so I could try to help other people too. Man, and you would be absolutely perfect because you have that backstory, just like I had a backstory. I was 100 pounds overweight. I had sleep apnea, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. I was in a bad place following what I thought was good, good science, sports performance science. And I was killing myself, and that's when we switched over. I switched over, and I started following longevity-based principles. My health immediately turned around, but the athletes I was coaching, their performances immediately shot up just through that. So you have that background also. I think that would be massive for you to be able to share that with, with, your, with your base. Yeah, I think, I think it will fit in really well. Well, let's get you signed up, homie. Let's get it going. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you in July, Mike. Uh, thanks again. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure, Edmund. Thank you, brother. Look forward to it. All right. See you, buddy. All right. Bye. Awesome. So Edmund or Ed, Edwin, actually, Ed, Edwin is we've highlighted him in College Diet Guide. I remember yeah, as talking to him that how cool is that that he stays in the system and comes back now had a traumatic had very severe health issues. And then followed our meal plan, was able to get himself and from a lifestyle, what did he have? He had a digestive disorder. I forget exactly what it was. And I'm remembering back. It's going back a few years now. Um, but totally transformed his body in the process. Like physically. Looks looks like a model. Looks freaking <laughs> awesome. So it's really cool to see him come on out now and become a Dolce Diet certified coach. So if you guys are interested in becoming DDCs, just go to DolceDietCoach.com. Click on the Be a, Be a Coach link. Uh, that'll take you. It'll give you all the information that you need. Go to our shop. Get signed up. We have the uh, pre-registration price of $6.99 right now. And that's going to go up April 15th. That's going to go up to $9.99. That's our regular retail price. And it's probably going to go up to $12.99. Because we are booking out. We only allow 50 people into these classes because we like to be very hands-on with you guys. We sell out every single time. So if you're interested in being a part of the brand, being affiliated, get your ass on out. And you don't 
I mean, we've got some surprises coming on, too. Right? Very <laughs> excited about some of the very you know, big things, big things happening. So um, got some good calls through. Happy with that. We have a whole list of other calls, but I want to talk. We got some other questions from our Facebook page. Yes. What do we got, Sam? All righty. So very common question. So if any of you are doing the online program of Living Lean, you might notice that the meals are the same for two weeks in a row. Now the point. Why is that? <laughs> the point <laughs> of doing this, it's first of all to establish just uh, proper habits, get you used to following a regimented plan, and it's for the sake and ease of meal prepping. So it may appear a little monotonous to begin with, but unless you're already, you know, you fine tuned the meal prepping skills and sticking to a schedule, this is really what it's meant to do. Um, and your meals will change every two weeks. And that's actually pretty uh, often compared to a lot of other meal plans. Usually it's like a four-week meal plan where it's the same thing. So if you are on the online program, just be patient with it because we want to offer variety, but we also want to get you to start making uh, better choices and creating better habits. And that's why we do it the way that we do. So for eight weeks, you're going to get four different uh, meal plans. Yeah, and we try and stress to the people that join on don't listen to that little voice in the back of your head trying to make you revert to your old ways. That's part of this process that we've been doing this a long time. We understand what it takes to go through a lifestyle change. It takes time, it takes dedication, and it takes habit forming. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to teach you to build new habits, but also we're cleansing your palate. A lot of people complain at first because they want to add some sort of sweeteners or flavorings or extracts to their food because they don't know what real food actually tastes like. So we're giving your body the time to really understand the flavors that come through real food. So, and then also teaching you how to start making these meals in manners that are different. So we offer certain recipes for you, but you can change the recipes as long as you use the same ingredients. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people miss. You know, there's so many different ways that you can make your eggs. So you have eggs in the middle of the day. You can make a frittata. You can make a, a quiche. You mm -hmm. can make it over easy. You can go hard-boiled. You can go poached, you know, um, scrambles and skillets and sandwiches and, you know, over salad. There's so many different ways in, in wraps. There's so many different ways to have, quote, the same meal. So what we're trying to do is teach you how to feed yourself properly using the science that we have laid out. So we do get a lot of those questions, and those of you that have those questions, come on, we're here, we're on your side, we're changing your life. Don't be so quick to fall back into your old ways. If you've been eating like shit for the last two years or two decades, just give it two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> two yeah. weeks to start developing healthy habits, please. Come on. Yeah. And, and, and everyone's losing weight during that time. That's always the funny thing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I've lost 10 pounds this week. Okay, I don't see where the issue is. I know. But, you know. <laughs> but I get bored. And can yeah. I change my food? <laughs> Come on. You're doing awesome. You're kicking ass. Keep kicking ass. But what's funny, too, is what I found, and I don't know what the psychology is behind it, and I'm the same way. Most people are totally okay with the same breakfast every single day. The yeah. breakfast bowl, people love the breakfast bowl. They'll do the breakfast bowl every day. It's the lunches and or the dinners where they just fizzle out on. And I think it's so funny and I can't really figure it out. Yeah. But in the morning, everyone's fine. It's, you know, mid-afternoon and, and at nighttime, they want something different. I would say that there's a social and emotional component to that. Because mm -hmm. lunch, typically people at work, it's kind of a pain in the ass. They yeah. got to do some, you know, preparation ahead of time. Mm -hmm. They want to maybe go to lunch with their coworkers or go down to the food truck or the deli. There's that social engagement. And also at nighttime comes more of the emotional, mm -hmm. oh, I had a long day. I had a shitty day. I had a great day. It's time to celebrate or woe is me. And the emotional component comes into that. So this goes back to a few podcasts ago. We talk about being mindful. 
when you're, and we were spoke about the cigarette cessation, when you start thinking about the, the motive for why you're doing what you're doing and further, why you're thinking about doing what you would like to do, you have to be mindful of that. Why? Why am I smoking a cigarette right now? And oh God, this smells. And let me smell my finger. Oh, my fingers smell. Like, look at this smoke. How does this smoke feel going down my throat into my lungs? What's actually happening in that moment? Like, why am I doing this to myself? And there was a study done, I, I forget now, because going back a few podcasts ago, that people were actually able to stop smoking at a much higher percentage just by being mindful of the process than those people that actually use different medications and methodologies that were created to stop people from smoking. So if they simply thought about why they were doing what they were doing, they were able to control that habit. Same thing when it comes to food. Why are you eating a piece of chocolate cake when you're 20, 40, 60 pounds overweight, when you have blood sugar issues? When you're getting ready for a competition, why are you eating a slice of pizza? Or why do you want a slice of pizza? It's not about the pizza or the cake or the cookie or the chip. There's something else happening. And once you identify why that reason is, then you can control that habit and you can redirect it to something healthy. And then all of a sudden, becoming healthier becomes your habit. Yeah, and then usually for most people, why they don't, why they stray away from diets is because of the meal prepping. And like, there's a blog up that a pretty recent blog that is written <laughs> for meal prepping tips and things like that. So at the Dolce diet.com. I mean, check that out. Like, it does make it a lot easier because I know even for me, like after a long day, you know, work and then to the gym and then home, like I don't want to stand in the kitchen cooking. So having it already makes it that much easier. Plus, you've already prepared. You've already put the work into it. Not only the money that you paid for it, but the actual physical work that you put into it. So you're less likely to waste it and you know go for something else. Exactly. What else we got? Um. This is a very common question. Almond butter. If it's expensive in your region, all natural peanut butter is fine. Just make sure it is all natural. Look at the ingredient list. There should only be like three ingredients for it to be a proper choice. Um, I understand that almond butter is um, more expensive. You know, if you can, you know, incorporate it here and there, it's fine. But all natural peanut butter. And then if you have an allergy to nuts, um, any of the alternatives like a, a sunflower seed butter or something like that would be acceptable as well. Yeah, exactly. And we see a lot of people, they put obstacles in front of themselves from doing what's healthy and you just need to step back and consider well what's best for me and people will have no problem going out and spending you know three four five six dollars on a coffee or on a beer but they won't spend that same amount on a jar of peanut butter or almond butter that will last them a week mm-hmm. and like adding an extra dollar to have uh, a free range organic chicken well that's too expensive for people because they're used to paying you know four dollars a pound they won't pay the five dollars a pound to have the organic healthier product that makes absolutely no sense because then they'll go to the supermarket or 7-eleven or a convenience store and they'll buy a two three four dollar slurpee or soda or whatever other garbage that that's rolling around out there so you know you have to really understand what you're buying and why you're buying it and what you're getting for that little bit of price point. Now you can make, and we have in our recipes, you can make your own almond butter by simply using almonds. So you take almonds, you throw them into a blender, the higher power blender, the better, the easier it is. If you have a lower power blender, you just use a little bit less and you just add a little bit of a, uh, a healthy oil. So typically what I like to do is I like to use um, for making almond butter, I'll use a little bit of peanut oil. So I'm getting both fats mixed in. It's, ugh, it's 
amazing. Now you want to make a, a honey almond butter. I just sprinkle a little bit of honey in there. It's absolutely delicious. You want to have it completely salt-free, no salt. You want to throw in a little salt, I'll add some sea salt in there. So easy to do. You can do it at home for bulk prices. That's one way to do it. And then you can control the consistency. Some people like it chunky. Some like it smooth. How easy is that to do? So you just have to get outside of your box a little bit and find ways to be successful. Yep. Um, and, And then another question I get a lot is, you know, can I add spices and things like that? Yes, as long as they're salt-free spices, you know, Italian seasoning, parsley, you know, whatever, uh, cumin powder, chili powder, it's fine to spice it up. But if things are tasting bland to you, it's because you are used to a very salt-filled diet with a lot of other kind of crap that's just been added to it. So you kind of need to retrain your taste buds and, again, be patient (laughs) um, and your body will adjust. Yeah. You know, um, and then you might find that, you you know, you're on this for two, three, four weeks and maybe the spices are too much that you were originally using and you need to kind of pull it back, you know, a little bit. Um, so that's a big question. So yeah, spices are fine. Just don't overdo it and just be patient with your taste buds. You, you can train them to react in a different way. Yeah. And that's a great point that you've been training them to enjoy processed foods and artificial sweeteners and flavorings and extracts and preservatives, everything. Most of what you're eating in conventional, uh, the conventional food industry is fake. It's, it's chemically created foods that are tested to have a certain physical reaction. It's, it's not something that you should be consuming, obviously, and it takes a little time to change that. Now, your body intuitively wants to be healthy, wants to eat clean food, and will go through that process. And there might be a three to 10-day detox process where you might feel a little ill, feel a little off, get a little bit of a headache, have a little bit of light nausea as your body is transferring over. But once you do, you will notice energy goes through the roof. Your skin brightens, your eye brighten, or eyes brighten. You just look better, healthier, fresh. You can think more clearly. Your digestive system works smoothly. Everything kicks in once you're eating real food. And that's what we're trying to get you back to, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to get you back to eating real food again, appreciating real food, hand preparing your own meals and not relying on some snot-nosed high school kid to make your lunch for you at you know, 500 times the markup of what you would actually be paying for it yourself had you made it on your own and, you know, 10% of the quality and the nutrient density of what you should actually be consuming. So once you control your own food supply, you truly do control your destiny. You control your health. Yeah, and like something like with the sugar and the artificial sweeteners, you know, your body builds builds up a tolerance to a lot of things, just like alcohol. So if you're used to using a lot of sugar or even like artificial sweeteners in your products, like... Something like Splenda, for example, is 600 times sweeter than sugar. Uh, so if you're constantly putting, you know, two, three, four packets of Splenda in your coffee, if you were to use regular coffee or something like honey, or regular coffee, if you were to use regular sugar or something like honey in your coffee, it probably doesn't taste sweet at all because your body is so used to that high sweetness level of the artificial sweeteners. So you really have to kind of wean yourself off of the artificial sweeteners and get back to more of the natural sugars, you know, using things like a drizzle of honey, which is not a lot of honey, um, you know, agave nectar and like fruit in and of itself is very sweet. You know, so for something like the breakfast bowl, for anyone who says that the breakfast bowl isn't sweet enough, that's because your body is too tolerant to sugar to begin with because the ingredients in the breakfast bowl will make it naturally very sweet. The almond or the peanut butter, whatever you use will make it sweet. The fruit that you're putting in there is going to make it sweet. So if it doesn't feel sweet enough yet, eventually it will be enough and it'll be satisfying. Exactly. And it's, again, teaching you to eat real food. I mean, God forbid... 
you eat real food. Uh, and also, you know, what I like to tell people is the places that you normally eat, look around at the customers. Do you want to look like them? Most of the places you go, how fit are the people? How many people in the, the restaurants you eat at do you look in like you're like, wow, I want to look like 80% of the people in here. If not, you're probably not eating at the right place. You're probably living a similar lifestyle to those, you know, 80% of the people that look like shit will probably wind up dying early of lifestyle-related illness. I mean, that's what the Center for Disease Control says. Two out of three Americans will die of lifestyle-related illness before they should have. Well, those are the questions that you make every day, and I don't want to make this morbid, but you need to understand that. And that typically doesn't click in until people get to their you know, later 30s, 40s, into the 50s, and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm on the other, I'm on the backside now. I could only have another 5, 10, 15, 20 years, which is not a lot of time to go. And you need to start thinking about that stuff now. You can have abs. You can have you know muscular biceps. You can be lean and sexy and still be healthy and increase your vitality and your lifespan just by simply being diligent with your food choices and not being a little baby. Think about that. Not whining and complaining based upon emotions, but acting based upon facts. Be factual. Be deliberate. Be diligent. Be intentional. Be mindful of your decisions. If I told you, if I gave you the process that you would make 10% on your money every week, you would increase your, your, your salary by 10% every week or month or even year. As long as you just follow this simple strategy, you would increase your finances by 10%, by 15%, by multiples guaranteed. It was guaranteed money. Would you come to me and say, hey, Mike, uh, yeah, can we change this? Can I, make, can, can, I, can I alter this? Can I do it? Can I kind of do it kind of differently the way like I kind of used to do it when I was broke and when I was hurting for money? I would really like to go back to that old way of doing it. I'm just sick of seeing all this progress. I want to, I want to throw a variable in here that maybe I'll, maybe, maybe I'll, 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 I'll change it. How does, how does that sound? Is that a good idea, Mike? Fuck no. What are you crazy? Like, think about it, ladies and gentlemen. If you were able to make money guaranteed, increase your money guaranteed, would you change it? No, you would shoot me if I said, hey, it's time for a change or an update. Go, whoa, 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 whoa. Nothing's, nothing's broke here. It's still working. Don't change it. I don't want a new meal plan. Well, then why ask us for new meal plans when you're already killing it? It, means it, like, it takes like 21 days to build a habit or something. I mean, that's three weeks. Like three weeks to shred it is 21 days. It is. <laughs> exactly. So stick with it for a little bit of time. Stick with it, damn it. <laughs> and we're just trying to have some fun here, use some analogies to really flip your mind because we understand society and culture is pushing you back. Your buddies are trying to drag you to the pub. The game is on, or it's your so-and-so's birthday, or Joni brought in her donuts or her magic cookies. Or, oh, it was St. Patrick's Day last week. Exactly. Are you Irish? Exactly. That means nothing to you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so culture is always going to push you back to be the person that you were, but you came and found us because you didn't like something about that person, or you knew that there was a reason and a way to improve it. We're here to help you improve and change your life. That's what we're here for. So don't ask or expect us to act in a manner that's contrary to your goals, even when you're being deceived into thinking that it's the right way. We are here to help you. 
Change your life one step at a time, one decision at a time. It becomes easy. And you look back in two weeks and three weeks and four weeks from now and be like, holy shit, I can't believe how great I feel, how much weight I lost, how dedicated and diligent I've been. And this recipe is awesome. Guarantee you're going to, two weeks from now, want to be making some of these recipes for your friends because they won't believe how, quote, healthy food can taste so good. But you're going to be the one that proves it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I think that is it. What do we have? We have our Dolce Diet Certified Seminar coming up three days, July 8th, 9th, and 10th in Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be affiliated with the number one health and fitness brand in the world, that's right. I said it. Look at our athletes. I proved it. You want to sign up, go to be a coach or go to dolcedietcoach.com and click on be a coach. Remember, save $300 if you pre-register before April 15th. So if you're going to do it, God darn, you need to do it now. Mm -hmm. Do it. Um, What else do we have? We have our My Diet program. This is getting more and more popular. If you want to work with Miss Samantha Coogan or one of our registered dietitians, you need to sign up for the My Diet program. Go to dolcedietshop.com. Dot com, dot com. Click on the personalized my diet banner. We got a new banner coming out here pretty soon, but click on that personalized my diet banner and you will get an eight week program working one on one with Miss Samantha Coogan. And we will build you a four week meal plan complete with grocery list. D- how is it? It's it's scheduled to their exact lifestyle. It's not a template yeah. program. No, it's not a template. Yeah, I schedule it around, you know, your work schedule, your workout schedule. For the first four weeks, and then you get an update another four weeks, you get new recipes and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, lots of success lots, and with this program. How about my own mother? Let's talk about, uh, let's, yes. let's talk about Joanne. Yes, Miss Joanne. No, Joanne's doing awesome. She's lost how much now? 17 pounds. 17 pounds in the first four weeks. At 65 years old. And she's got four more weeks to go. Yeah. So, I mean, she's killing it. And, I mean, she's walking. She's increased her dramatically increased her energy or her exercise walking and riding bikes um doing things that she hasn't been able to do in in years consistently right she would ride a bike and then she wouldn't be able to do anything for a week because she would have some sort of ankle or knee or foot injury something along those lines Mm -hmm. um and now you know because she had a little bit of a health scare uh, a while back as everyone goes through and that was her wake-up call finally to get engaged, and we hooked her up with Sam because God knows mom can't listen to son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like my mom does not listen to me. I, let me help your mom. <laughs> um, so, and then we hooked my mom up with Samantha, put her on the My Diet program as if she was any other client, and immediately and rapidly she started losing weight, feeling absolutely amazing. And the meal prep for her is very easy. Where she was not a meal prepper, she was a grab and go lady, you know, always going out to, you know, lunches at work. She works in an office and doing the office thing. 17 pounds down the first four weeks. The goal is for her to be down 30 pounds at the end of the eight weeks before we reevaluate. Adding years to her life because little Victoria wants to know her nan, <laughs> right? Exactly. And that's really what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. So the My Diet program, go to dolcedietshop.com for yourself or for a family member. Let us take that burden off you. Let us whip your family members in the shape. We're happy to do so. I want to thank our our sponsors at Onnit. Go to onnit.com slash Dolce and get your hands on that Dolce Whey. Grass-fed whey protein, isolate, cold process, cross-flow, micro-filtered, non-GMO, does not get any better than that. Now, not everyone needs a whey protein isolate, 
But those of us that are hard training, we have our goals set, we're making gains, we are the ones that need it. And it's not even every day. I'm not flogging the protein powders, but those of us that do need it, we have the best possible protein. The Dolce Whey is the most powerful protein on the planet. It says so on the bag, ladies and gentlemen. Duh. Duh. <laughs> um, I think that's it. You got anything, Sam? Uh, nope. Nope, that's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always. Remember, if you have any questions for us, you want to jump in, be on air, send the email to askmike at thedolcediet.com. Again, askmike at thedolcediet.com. Brief summary of your question, where you're from, your phone number, and one of our team will get back in touch with you. We will schedule to get on the phone and talk to us. And we didn't make fun of anybody today. No, a rare, a rare occasion. A rare occasion. Yeah. So, so whoever calls next time, you're in big trouble. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, don't count calories. Make calories count. Boom.